A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Thank you so much for hitting the play button on your favorite listening device of choice from wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Duff Tyler, and that's a Duff said. Last month, the Lake Orion boys basketball team was without its star player, DJ Murrow. Murrow was out with a wrist injury, but he has since recovered, and he is back on the court for the Dragons. You may recall that Murrow was the subject of our last episode, and if you haven't heard that yet, you can check that out at aduffsaid.com or wherever you get your podcasts. But with Murrow out of action last month, the Dragons called on junior Ethan Sharkey to fill in. Now Sharkey is your typical gym rat. This kid loves to shoot three-pointers, and this is the kind of kid who will be shooting three-pointers even if he is the only guy in the gym and most of the lights have been turned off. Ethan got a chance to make his first career start back on December 13th against Clarkston. The spotlight was there, and Ethan grabbed it. Sharkey scored a team-high 13 points that night. He made a long three that put Lake Orion in the lead midway through the fourth quarter. Now, the Dragons didn't win that game, but Ethan Sharkey has become a valuable player for Lake Orion in the House of the Dragons. I caught up with the shark. My conversation with Ethan Sharkey starts now. Ethan, what is it like every time you hit a three and you hear the students and your teammates jumping up and down knowing that you have accomplished something pretty special in the few games that you've been able to be a part of this team and this season? Um, I mean, every time I hit a three, it's like a wave of positive energy that flows through, from my head to my toe. Uh, you know, hearing the students cheer, it's always such a nice thing. Parents too. Um, it, just, it really feels amazing, and I, I, I love hitting threes. That's like my favorite part of the game. So, Let's go back to another three you hit back in December against Clarkston. That was in the fourth quarter. It gave you guys the lead for a moment. Wasn't a game that you pulled out, but that game was special to you because that was your first ever start on the varsity. Take me back to that day when it first started. What were your emotions when you found out you were going to get that opportunity to make your first start? Well, our star player, DJ, he obviously went down, and I kind of figured from that point I might be starting. I didn't quite know yet, but when coach gave me the news, I was a little nervous at first, but I was confident after a little bit. You know, I, I, knew, I know my game, and I know what I can do, so... Once I realized, hey, this is my time, I should be all right. You love to hit the three. I love it. You love to be the outside guy. I love so when you hit that three mm -hmm. against Clarkston, 
I think you could have made that from LCA in the NBA range because that was a pretty long three-pointer, my friend. You hit that all the way from Clarkston, more or less. That was a big three. Yeah. What was going through your mind at that moment when you saw that go down? You guys were leading in the fourth quarter against a very good Clarkston team. Straight confidence. I mean, when I hit that three, we were up. I looked at the score. I didn't even know we were down to begin with. I thought I didn't know the score. I was just playing my game. Uh, when I hit that three, I looked up. We were up. Total confidence, you know. But that's also not the main focus. We got to get back on defense. We got to hustle. This game isn't over yet. Um, and I just want to keep my guys playing. I think I did like this, like this motion to say, hey, keep going, keep going. Uh, so that's pretty much what was going through my mind. Where did you find that confidence to be able to shoot from just about anywhere? Um, I'm going to have to say my coaches, to be honest. Uh, my assistant coach, Khalil, he's always telling me, hey, anytime you get the ball, the first thing you should do is look to shoot. And that's pretty much what I did. I caught it. I saw I got a little bit of space, hand down, man down, and I let it fly. You had some threes tonight against Stony Creek. You guys had a tremendous win against a conference rival this evening. What does it mean to this team to be able to go out on the floor and put together a solid win like you guys did tonight? Well, I mean, this is our goal exactly. Um, coming off, coming after break, we want to get three straight wins. That's been our main focus. We're two down right now, and our next one's against Oxford, I believe. So, you know, just keeping that momentum going. Um, this is a huge game for us just to show that we could take down our conference rivals, you know, they could be in our division, our division, doesn't matter, we can take them down, you know, straight effort from our team tonight. You've gotten an opportunity to be a part of this team, to be a starter and somebody that plays a key role off the bench. What have you learned about yourself getting those opportunities? I pretty much learned that anytime I'm in the game, I need to give 110% um, because if I slack at all, I know that there's other players that want my position and you know, finding minutes on a team of just like 14 kids is not easy. So any, any chance I get, I got to play my game and play as hard as I can. Your friend Dylan Rushlow, you and him have developed a very unique bond over the years. He's a very close friend of yours, but he's also the guy that really inspired you to play basketball in the first place. What exactly did he say or do that really interested you in the game of basketball? It was, man, this was many years ago. I think I was at his house and he was like, hey, I'm in this Basketball America League. And, you know, I didn't like, I didn't watch basketball back then. I didn't play it. So I was like, you know what? I really got nothing else to do. Might as well join up. I joined his team. I think we ended up like winning like a Basketball America championship. I know that's not saying much, but, you know, that was a start. And ever since then, I started to really like it, kept playing. And, you know, he, he played along with me throughout the years. So he's been a huge inspiration in that. What do you remember about that first basketball game that you played? Um, I remember I couldn't do any dribble moves, um, didn't really know how to shoot the ball properly. I, d I think I hit a couple layups though, so I'll take that. Um, and you know, defense, that's more, of just, uh, that's more of just an effort thing as well. But you know, my fundamentals weren't great, but no one's really were on that time. It was like fourth grade, so no one was really a star yet, obviously. But you know, I saw the potential of myself and so did my dad on the, on the sidelines. He said, uh, I think he said, wow, man, you, you look really good out there. And I, I took that to my heart. And I, you know, I used it. What was it like to know that your dad gave you that confidence that you could play basketball, that he believed in you, and he put that uh, trust in you to go out there and play the game? Well, I mean, he gave me the confidence, and I think I earned that at the time. Um, and I totally trusted his word. And he still is like one of my main supporters to this day. So that kind of shows that he really did see something in me that I that I didn't see initially. 
Did your dad play basketball in high school? Nah, he didn't. He was a stud tennis player, though. He gave you the confidence that you could go back out there, but after that first game and he tells you all this, what are you thinking moving forward with the game of basketball? My first thought was, you know, maybe I should look into this a little more, you know, instead of just a rec league, maybe try some travel or something like that. And that's actually where Dylan introduced me to travel. Um, and I ended up joining his team, you know, a few probably months later, a year later, something like that. And it really just sparked from there. What's the relationship been like with you two in terms of basketball? Um, I mean, if I go to his house, we still play 2K. Uh, we still play outside at his house, you know, so vice versa, my house. So, I mean, it's still great. He comes to all the games. He's always here supporting. So we still both love the game. Who wins those games between the two of you? <sighs> like 2K or in person? Whether we're on the PlayStation or you're actually out on the court, who's usually taking uh, those games? I mean, I hate to say it's Dylan, but it's, it's probably me, you know, both and both. Uh, you know, I still, I, I don't play 2K as much anymore, but I know, I think he might play a little. But yeah, I think it's probably me for both. He's going to hear this, and the next time you do, you guys, it's on, on 2K at least. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dylan, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sure he's not going to hold it against you. I mean, he does come out and support you. He doesn't play basketball as much anymore, but uh, you've kind of taken up that mantle. You are now a, a member of the Lake Orion boys basketball team. He's in the stands cheering you on. What's it like to have that support from one of your closest friends? I mean, having a close friend that's still there since fourth grade just shows that, you know, we both respected each other for a long time, and, you know, that relationship can never really die out. What is it like to see your teammates and everybody around you when you guys are getting a chance to play in atmospheres like this in the month of January? What is it like to know that uh, if you guys play like the way you did tonight and everybody's excited and everybody's got the confidence that they can do pretty much anything in the OAA Red, that good things are going to happen for you guys? I mean, that's exactly what it shows. Uh, our whole team knows our potential and knows our talents especially the coaches, they're always telling us how good we are. So, I mean, games like these, you know, you know, games like this whole season, especially January, um, we have a, a, you know, kind of a weird stretch. You know, it really just shows our potential and our, our talent that we have. How would you evaluate this team right now? As of now, I feel like we do start off slow sometimes, but, you know, once the coaches start telling us, hey, we got to pick it up, pick it up, uh, especially the starters, they're always the ones hyping us up, telling, hey, let's go, let's go. And that's kind of where our team is right now, I feel like. We start off slow, but then we pick it up and we eventually get our rhythm. What can this team accomplish this season if things continue to go well for you? Accomplishments? I mean, hey, regionals, states. I feel like we could do pretty much anything as long as we keep this rhythm going, staying healthy um, and not losing confidence. In terms of those championships that you just mentioned, what's it like to know that you are representing the Lake Orion community and you have a chance to bring those trophies to the Lake Orion High School trophy case? It feels amazing, to be honest. I mean, I've been here my whole life, so Lake Orion is kind of like my hometown. You know, I really love it, and there's no flaws here, so uh, it, it really feels good to be able to be a part of a team for Lake Orion especially. What would you say is the best part of Lake Orion? The best part of Lake Orion? I mean, I would say the people, yeah, I'm going to say the people here, honestly, because there could be some snotty people every now and then, but everyone I meet is usually pretty friendly, and it's, pretty, it's really easy to make friends as well. Coming up, Sharky tells us where he thinks the best place in Lake Orion is to grab a bite, and that's 
a tough set. Okay, I want to take a second now to talk to the parents and adults listening to this podcast. If you are looking for a fun night out during the weekend here in Lake Orion, then stop by Fourth Coast Cider Works. Fourth Coast Cider Works is the place to be for hard cider in Oakland County. Located in the main entrance to Canterbury Village, Fourth Coast is quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. Stop by Fourth Coast and try some of their many flavors on tap. You can also take some home in a can or a howler. Fourth Coast is open Thursday through Sunday. For a complete list of ciders and hours, go to fourthcoastciderworks.com. Fourth Coast Cider Works, the best hard cider is on the Fourth Coast. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. If it's pizza night, Sheldon Street Pizza has got you covered. Sheldon's pizzas are always made fresh when you order them, and the readers of the Lake Orion Review have voted Sheldon's Breadsticks as the best in Lake Orion. Stop by Sheldon Street Pizza at 3767 South Baldwin Road in Orion Township, or you can order online by visiting SheldonStreetPizza.com. Don't forget to try one of Sheldon's salads with his special blend of homemade salad dressings. He's also got some pretty tasty desserts as well. Sheldon Street Pizza, more than just pizza, it's the official pizza of a Duff set. Yo, what's happening everybody? This is Ryan Slocum and you are listening. There ain't nobody better. This is the best local sports podcast in the biz and that's a duff said what would you say is the best place in lake orion to eat at that's a great question i mean half my family's mexican so i'm probably gonna go with snap taco it's pretty new um but they got some good tacos uh you know you can customize them it's almost like chipotle pretty good what is your favorite subject in school my favorite subject my favorite subject i'd probably say english um I know I said this last time, I have a great teacher, and uh, you know, I like writing. Reading, it's okay, I don't mind it. I'll read it here and there, but you know, I like writing and I, I like the class English. I was just gonna say, which part of English do you like better, reading or writing? And you said you like the writing part. Is that something that you might plan on pursuing down the road? Maybe, maybe not, it's kind of hit or miss. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Probably not though, to be honest. Now, have you read something in English, uh, like a book or a famous piece of literature? Um, I mean, recently I read the book uh, In Cold Blood by Truman Capote, or Capote, however you say his name. Um, that was like kind of like a, almost like a murder mystery kind of book. Uh, but like I took away that like uh, there's a lot of mental health factors about it. So I kind of took away like, you know, it's not so easy to see what's on the inside of people. You can see all these physical appearances, but the mental aspect, it's really hard to determine about other people, so you kind of got to take that into, uh, into account when you're meeting new people and that kind of stuff. Sounds like you picked up a little bit more than just the reading aspect of it. You've developed an insight into mental health. Why is that so important in society right now? Um, I mean, especially after like quarantine, you know, being kind of locked down from people, a lot of people lose their social skills from that time and, you know, communication skills. So. I mean, it's, it can be hard to, be, to you know, meet new people, talk, just have a com uh, conversation with people. It can be very difficult sometimes, and mental health is a huge factor to that, you know, confidence and, uh, you know, 
all those other mental health issues, you know, they play a big role on people's lives, and I think they should be almost looked at more uh, nowadays. That's a very good answer. I like that. Now let's go back to last month. Uh, the last time I interviewed you, it was before Christmas. I can't remember what it was you were hoping for under the tree. So what was the best Christmas present that you got last month? Well, I didn't even ask for this. So shout out to my dad. He actually caught me a PS5. I was so surprised when he got me it, like, because I opened the box thinking it was something totally different. Came out to be a PS5. I was so shocked. I was so happy. He even posted on Instagram. Um, but yeah, uh, I remember last year I asked for one, but then they were all out of stock. It was so hard to get. And I, I kind of just gave up. I was like, you know, it's no big deal. I don't need one. But my dad came through this year and he delivered. Sounds like the games of 2K are now going on at your house now. Yeah, definitely. Have you made any New Year's resolutions for yourself? New Year's resolution? I mean, not really. I didn't really think about that too much, but I kind of just want to you know, keep working uh, with basketball and like an actual job, you know, keep saving my money. That's kind of a goal. And actually, the main goal for me is uh, actually to buy myself a car. Awesome. Well, I hope you get it. What kind of car are you looking for? Uh, something cheap, like a Mazda 3 or a Toyota Camry, something that'll last, but pretty cheap. You know, I don't, I'm not made out of money. Who is nowadays, really? I mean, <laughs> but, but then again, you, you're still in high school, so you got plenty of time to get there. Something else I want to ask you about. You are a huge Lionel Messi fan. Yes. How pumped were you to see him win the World Cup? Oh my gosh, me and like maybe 15 other buddies were all at this dude's house. Um, it was like 10 a.m. in the morning. We're all watching the game. We're all hyped. Uh, and when I saw that final penalty kick go in, we all jumped off our seats, started yelling. We were, we were doing chants and stuff like that. It was so hyped. Uh, that was just honestly, that was one of the, like, the happiest moments of my life, to be honest, which is kind of crazy to think about. Now, do you play soccer at all? I, I used to. I stopped playing, I want to say seventh grade, but I used to play for like the Rochester Soccer Club back then and uh, T, T, TC, like something like that, TCU, I, I forget the name, but yeah, I used to play. Any uh, thoughts of maybe returning to soccer after seeing Messi and Argentina win the World Cup? That's a great question. Me and my friends have been discussing it um, next year. I honestly think I might try for the soccer team. Hit or miss if I make it, you know. I'm just going to, you know, it's been so long since I played. I'm just going to try, try to do whatever I can to make the team. Because, uh, honestly, I love watching soccer. Uh, I play FIFA a lot as well. So, you know, getting back on the pitch would be amazing. And that's a wrap on this edition of A Duff Said. Many thanks once again to Ethan Sharkey for joining us this week. Our announcer today was Emmy Award-winning sportscaster Ryan Slocum. If you would like to hear previous episodes of A Duff Said, or if you'd like to follow this podcast, then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. Be sure to subscribe to A Duff Said by going to Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Facebook. Just look me up by the moniker sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can also find me on Twitter. Just look for my name, Duff Tyler. Until next time, I am Duff Tyler, and I'm reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true, because that's what a Duff said.